0: Hey guys, this is Corey here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode was recorded a few weeks ago, so nothing was stated in the episode, but due to the events of this past week and the state of pain that the US is currently in, Ryan and I wanted to take this opportunity to say that we stand by our black brothers and sisters across the country and around the globe, and we support the Black Lives Matter movement in its fight against racism, injustice, oppression, and police brutality. Now is a more important time than ever to let your voice be heard. So we encourage you to get involved however you can, whether it be speaking out, amplifying the voices of others in their fight, educating people that might not know better, participating in protests and demonstrations, or if you have the means donating to the cause, to organizations such as the Minnesota Freedom Fund, the GoFundMe of George Floyd, the National Police Accountability Project, the Black Lives Matter movement, and many more. I'll be posting links to some of these in the description. Thank you for listening, and please enjoy the episode.
1: But yeah, uh I mean congrats on moving, dude. That's pretty awesome. That's like a Thank you. That's a nice milestone, dude. Checked it off.
0: Yeah. God, I have a house. I own yeah. a house now. I mowed the lawn yeah. Yeah. today. You, I was you just mowed, saying
1: that earlier. You mowed the lawn. That's very impressive. Yeah. It almost sounds like a metaphor still to me. Like I feel like you're like trying to give me secret knowledge when you say that.
0: I, uh, I quote unquote mowed the lawn, if you yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs>
1: Different type of advice now. <laughs> <laughs> I I see. I see. If I mowed the lawn, do my apartment neighbors would look at me like I had five heads.
0: (laughs) Hello. Hey, everyone. You missed us. Yeah, it's been a... We we know. We've been gone,
1: but we're back now.
0: So the topic of this episode is going to be uh, remakes, remasters, and ports. Oh, my. Yes. Mm -hmm. But first, before that, we're going to talk about not everyone's favorite segment, the homework game.
1: No, we are not. It's a little little different yeah. this time.
0: Because Ryan and I, I I don't I'm sure you're aware, but we have not had an episode come out since I think like early March. Yeah, or something something, like, something that. like that. And uh just h happenstantially, we also basically have not played much of either of our homework games. Yeah, it's almost it's, it's
1: almost like a life event that's affecting the world has paused all things, including yeah, us. Yeah, some it's like so, a
0: weird pandemic type situation. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's not use the P word. Let's use the... Uh, Flandemic. Uh, yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, disaster. disaster. I'm just kidding. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. I guess that's the, the elephant in the room is that the, you know, COVID-19, all that stuff's going on. Yeah. So that, that that affected our lives just in weird ways. It's just weird. It's just made everything weird. Yeah. Know?
1: It makes it everything very strange. Going outside is, feels different, which is weird.
0: So that... That's one of the reasons that we haven't, you know, really been doing anything just because that's kind of affecting our lives in one way or another. And then another reason is I moved. I literally bought a house and moved.
1: Yeah, he just did adult things while I'm just sitting here playing Valorant. That's what I've been doing. I've been playing Valorant so much Valorant. And it's been awesome. I've, yeah, I've just seen been you playing. playing it on Twitch. Yep, I've been playing a bunch of it. That's like all. I've and been then playing. I
0: always like want to comment and say hi or something, but mm-hmm. you're always in a party with like three or four people, and I'm like, ah, I don't want to bother. No,
1: you should just join. Who cares? But uh, yeah. yeah, like that's crazy, dude. That's that's really cool. That's that's I'm like proud of you.
0: Thanks, bro. Yeah, no problem, bro. So that's pretty much been why we haven't really. We haven't, we just kind of put the podcast on hold for a little bit.
1: Yeah, but, uh, pretty we're much. Back, baby. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We get to talk about some kind of cool things and some cool things happened during all of this that we get to talk about in the game That's world, True, which is kind That's of cool. very true. <clears throat> but um, as uh, Corey was saying, the, the topic of this is like a, is remakes, remasters and ports, uh, which yes. are all just kind of like, the, this is, it's like a new age thing. It's like as of, like yeah. as gaming is getting older, it is now fully going the movie route of just recycling everything, yeah. and but that, that, I feel like with games, it's not such a bad thing. I'm like okay with that because games no, are.
0: It's not, and even even films can sometimes do okay with it. Yeah, but it's it just feels different when it's a movie versus when it's a game. You know.
1: Yeah, I know. For example. So- I really want to talk about a couple different games like Final Fantasy for example that came out for us and yes, things yes. like that It's a lot a lot of good stuff.
0: FF7R that's that's definitely been a lot of the rage in some of the internet circles that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, before before we talk about specific games, we felt that just to, you know, just to give all y'all plebeians a sense of, you know, the topic at hand here, I looked up the definition of remakes, remasters and ports. Yep, clearly, clearly I times, I already knew what it was, but please say it for get, yes, you know we, for, for, we, <laughs> for everyone else. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I already know what it is, but you know please <laughs> yeah, tell everyone. Yeah, yeah. These terms a lot of times are often used synonymously when really they kind of mean different things. And you know I we're not we're not necessarily video game experts. We're not making video games, and you know I'm not sure anyone really. I'm not sure there's like some sort of there's no like sort of handbook. Yeah. Basically, just to draw a little line in the sand between these terms, just to, just to clarify. A remake, usually the new game shares a similar name and follows the same story, but usually there's changes in content, new features to make the game more replayable and longer, and address concerns. No, I don't like this definition. <laughs> I disagree.
1: We're off to a great start. Basically,
0: re- so a remake basically means the game has been made again it's been made from the ground up yeah I, th- I think I've re- typically re- things go, that you would see with like a remake are it's got a completely different art style or it's built in an entirely new engine it plays differently and the main thing is that usually it doesn't use the straight assets of the existing game
1: Yeah, it's definitely usually the game that's done over the most. Like the most work that's been put into the new title, that's like usually what that usually falls into, like a remake category.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's it's effectively making a new game, but already with the game in mind, if that makes sense. Yeah. Using using the older game as a basis. So an example of that would be like like Link's Awakening for the Switch that just came out not too long ago.
1: Yep, I would definitely say I would definitely agree
0: with that that statement. So then you have remasters. And uh, the new. According to. I was reading off of Quora, by the way. I had a better mm-hmm. definition list before, but I lost it. Uh, oof. <laughs> in my in depth prep for this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the new game usually has the same name with remastered or something similar afterwards. Content, gameplay, and story are nearly identical. Only presentation and graphics are changed. I don't think that's, you know. I'm not sure it's exclusively presentation and graphics, but that does basically get the gist of it. Where, yeah, it's, I would agree for all intents that. and purposes, it's pretty much the same game, but usually maybe with a little bit of a facelift. Maybe they yeah some quality fix the of life changes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe some additional content, maybe some bonus stuff. Maybe they updated the textures or something. Yeah, uh, I- an, an, an example of that in the Zelda world would be. Uh, Twilight Princess HD.
1: Yep, yeah, or it's even like yeah. the, the Kingdom Hearts like 1.5 HD mixes is like yep. a good example of that. Just kind of yep. like, and a,
0: like that definition did say. A lot of times it will have some sort of moniker at the end, like HD. Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, denoting what it is that they did for the most part. And that that is a big one. Basically, just taking games that are older and giving them a facelift putting them in high definition just to fit with the times Mm -hmm. and then of course the last one a port a port is literally just taking the game from one console and releasing it on another console
1: exactly and sometimes i mean sometimes ports will have like very (laughs) slight differences depending on the new console they go to which is pretty cool so like they will add something that's not like a copy paste but the majority it's mostly a copy paste
0: yeah most of the time it's a copy and paste but like yeah like like brian said there can be some instances where maybe there's like a neat little thing if you play it on one console over the other
2: yeah
1: exactly yeah like maybe some very 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 slight differences but like nothing that you would ever really like specifically say it's a different game because of that quote unquote yeah, exactly but yeah so i guess overall um i guess in your opinion let's i i have a question for you i would say yes in the case of most games would you prefer them to remake or remaster it what do you what do you think is like In, the best type of game like the best so type you, of of you know what i'm saying like out of the new like ways to to like take a game like what do you think is your more preferred route like would you prefer most games get done over or just like out of facelifted? these three? yeah mm, so i know that depends you know, on like the title but like you know let's say let's say like even let's say they did in partners with the new Paper Mario game, they made a Paper Mario, they redid Paper Mario 1. Would you want them Ah. to do like a remaster or more of like a remake to it? Definitely a remake. A remake. Definitely a remake. Well, because
0: I feel like just the, because if they remade that specifically, I feel like the the most likely way that would go is that they would just kind of give it similar mechanics and art style to what the new game is going to be like. Mm-hmm. If, if you know what I mean. And I mm-hmm. feel like that might just fall under the umbrella of a remake just because because I'm thinking to remaster like the original Paper Mario. It would basically just be a little bit crisper looking, a little bit nicer lines and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In that case, I would probably want them to remake it. I would say in most cases I would like them to remake games over a remaster. I'm, I could see that in, in just all here. I'll lay my cards down on the table right now. Okay, okay i'll just pull my pants down right now for everyone to see yep i i'm i'm definitely a proponent of remakes and okay. remasters and ports in general yeah i i don't however think that they should be done frivolously i agree i don't with that, yes. i don't think they should be done without a point if that makes sense
1: yeah like i think there should be some like genuine care behind what you're remaking or remastering
0: yeah, exactly and that's you know, a lot of times there are some there are some series like even even two of my favorite series ever in video games, uh, Zelda and Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They're they're both getting into a territory where it's like they're kind of alternating between like here's a new game and then to hold you over for when the next new game is here is some sort of remake or remaster. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think definitely
0: they're definitely encroaching on that territory. And I feel like it's kind of a dangerous path to be treading, but at the same time, with those uh, series in mind, they usually do take the take the care to really revamp the game if it's a if it's a remake.
1: Yeah, definitely. They they, they they put enough content to it where I think it's worth it. In the yeah. end, to usually get most of those games, so, like especially. So that's an interesting
0: them. that's an interesting question that comes to mind too. Specifically with uh, Link's Awakening for Switch, and mm-hmm. I was gonna I, I was gonna talk a little bit about it later, and I'll probably save some for later. But just because it's related to what you were just saying, whether or not it's worth it, that game was made for the Game Boy that are that initially released on the Game Boy, and as yep. such, it was a short game. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of in concept. That's what it's supposed to be, too. It's kind of supposed to be, like, somewhat of a small adventure. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, you remake that game for the Switch. You give it a brand-new coat of paint, make it look absolutely gorgeous. It plays fantastic. And, of course, they did add some new content. But for all intents and purposes, the base game pretty much stayed the same. So the question that a lot of people were asking and that I think there's pretty much a split camp on is whether or not it was worth the full price mm-hmm. because as a game boy game it it you know it didn't cost as much as a full console game yeah. but then of course because it's releasing for the switch they charge the full 60 bucks they charge the full retail price
1: yeah 60 bells is a lot uh,
0: yeah and for for someone like me who's a diehard zelda fan who would probably get that game anyways it was definitely worth it for me but i could totally see the other side of that ar- argument for just like a passing zelda fan or someone who just thinks the game looks cool they might pick it up play it finish it in i don't know 10 hours maybe and then be like okay that was uh, like shit. I'm not done. sure if that was worth it, though.
1: Yeah, I that see. I I get that. I think that's something that a lot of people do. That's like definitely of the most negative connotation. I think to a lot of remakes or remasters is like the pricing point of it, because you really are like people. Mm-hmm. You like you can't wrap something like it's totally new, where you know yes. what I mean. Like some of that value has to not be there because you're reusing said like that, IP, which is important.
0: Yeah, and then it it all comes down to really how much care they put into it. And when you're, I I would assume when you're a game developer, a big factor is how much liberty you're going to take with the base game because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you're kind of walking a fine line because on one hand, if you change it too much, people are going to be like, what, this isn't even the same game. Like, what the hell Mm -hmm. are you doing with it? You're ruining a classic. On the other hand, if you don't change it enough, people could be like, okay, I literally already own this game. So why would I buy it?
1: Yeah, and I think I think that strategy only works when they're very very old games. Like I know, for example, one thing—it's funny because people would have been very mad if they did change it—was when they redid the Crash HD trilogy. Uh Yeah, um, the there's the all the uh, the Insane trilogy. A lot of yes, the the, Insanity. Yeah, the the devs were talking about how they literally ran the PlayStation One levels probably like hundreds of times each level to make sure they got the exact like strafing patterns of the enemies so that way people that wanted to speed run the game that did it from the playstation one would be the same in the hd one and so wow. they actually like they took like they, they like they left all the glitches in from the old one that they could do they tried to keep and there actually are That's probably cool. some new ones in there but they like they tried everything they tried to keep it literally as if they just painted it better pretty much um except for you know like some like good ending animation cutscenes that are a little bit different but like those are more just again like quality of life like good remaster things but you know again like to the core gameplay each level is like pretty much pixel for pixel the same thing which so, is really so really cool
0: in terms of like physics is it basically the same pretty much yeah wow
1: yeah that's
0: interesting see i didn't know that
1: yeah it, that was one of the that was one of the cool like i know um i watched a cool video with like uh, of like devs reacting to like somebody speed running the game and that was one of the things they talked about a lot as well and that was like how watching the speedrunners yeah. do it they like they use the same strats as the old one for example like you know like some areas when they're on the like on the uh the warthog and they like ride on top of like the the edge of the bridge instead and in some yeah, of the areas yeah. like they kept all those little things about, yeah. they kept all those little things exactly the same so like people would do it in the same way but they were talking about like how much they how much detail they try to pay attention to to like make sure that they it felt like just exactly how everyone wanted it to feel and i think they did they did mm-hmm. a really good job at like staying true because it seemed like they were like big fans themselves i think it's another big thing is like the people that make yeah, them usually played the original game so they like they should already be a fan making it that's the nice idea about a remaster is that yeah, now exactly. there's like a fan base and like a like a, a big group of Liking about some certain things that they probably want to enhance or things they want to take away, people didn't like it in the remaster.
0: Yeah, and that's a big factor in deciding how to do a remake and just doing a remake in general. Is it's it you have to have a certain amount of reverence for the base game to appease fans, and especially that's why, like you're saying, some of the remakes that are done by literally fans of the game. They're the ones that might do the best job of paying attention to the things that worked really well in the original game and, you know, adding enough new stuff. And on the flip side of that, you have people who are just doing it just to say, hey, remember this game? Buy it again.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you can like, you can, especially if you see like, um, I'm trying to think of, uh, oh God, I can't think, I can't think of the title right now, but, um, mm-hmm. they, uh, it wasn't, like, Devil May Cry. It was somebody. I was trying to think. There, uh, There's, like... There's been recently... There's a couple IPs that got recently bought up by, like, bigger... uh Like, just bigger umbrella companies. Like, um... I think, like, Rare, for example, got bought up by Microsoft, so there's, like, a lot of IPs that are mm-hmm. kind of, like, floating, where the original people, if they want to do it again, really won't be there to do it. And you could, those are a lot yeah. of games, like, you know, like, if they came up with, like, a new Banjo right now, for example, like, the yep. original creators probably wouldn't actually be there for it, where you definitely feel like there's something missing, mm-hmm. I think, overall. Um, there, mm-hmm. There's, like, like, a different intention to making it, if that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, that does make sense, yeah. That's why I think it's best when the intention behind a remake is genuine passion for the game itself. Yeah, most definitely. I agree with that. That's, you know, talking, talking just about like the concept of a remake and why a studio might want to do a remake in general or even a remaster or something like that. There's a lot of factors that could come into play and I think that's the best case scenario when it's genuinely... Actually, what I think is the best case scenario for a remake or remaster is when it's a classic older game that doesn't necessarily hold up, you know, compared to modern games, whether it's Mm -hmm. certain limitations on older consoles that affected gameplay or visuals or audio or something like that, that, you know, back then didn't really hinder the game at all because it was, you know effective for its time but when you look back on it now you're thinking like oh that's that's a little dated
1: yeah it almost feels clunky
0: yes and i think that's a really good reason for someone to make a remake especially because if it's an older game that's not quite as accessible to a general gaming audience now then the studio is basically reintroducing a beloved game or even series to a newer audience and that's yeah. that's a that's a big factor that's playing into this is that we think of some of the classic games that people have loved for years, games that came out in the eighties, nineties, you know, early two thousands. Even a lot of the people that were kids or teens playing the video games then are now the adults that are remaking them so that kids now can play them. And I think yeah, that's uh, a really beautiful thing.
1: I think so too, and I think probably like a, probably the big example of that right now is Final Fantasy VII. HD remaster because like that game hands down like
0: that's a game that's a remake I, that's not a yeah, remaster you're right. i
1: said remaster you're right i meant to say remake. damn it um, ryan
0: did you yeah. not pay attention to our definitions
1: restart restart i'm just kidding um i meant to say remake but yeah so like that's like such a good example because like i'm so happy how they remade that game because it has such tried and true feelings to the original game but the gameplay is so updated to the point where like i can yeah. see some like because like i've always like i want my friends to know the story <laughs> of final fantasy 7 but to play yeah. the old game now especially how it is that i could easily tell that like it's hard to keep that type of attention now where like back when I was a kid and that's all there was like I feel like it's it's a lot more difficult like five Fantasy Seven I think definitely ages differently now when you're used to the way like games or story type games so
0: are. but based on that like you said the the fin- I haven't played the remake but mm-hmm. I've def- I've and I actually haven't played the original but I've watched a substantial amount of both so I've mm-hmm. I'm, gen- I'm familiar at least in a tertiary sense of how Mm -hmm. they play. yeah. And it seems like it's completely different. But when it's that different, is it really like you look at the new one, you look at the old one, and you think, well, the old one doesn't really hold up to this? Or do you think it's different enough where they're kind of their own entities?
1: I think, I mean, I don't know. I just think of it as like, I just think it's just like a, a way to, like a new way to tell the same story is really how... I like looked at that game. I guess combat wise for what you're saying. I mean to me it feels like the old style game of how the only difference is now in between in between when you're waiting for moves you can attack and fight. But otherwise yeah. once you get your gauge built, you have to use your skills that you have in the right way by changing your materia, changing your equipment and things like that. Like I feel like the core concept of how I played old Final Fantasy is the same in this. It's Still just there. now yeah, it's just a more modern better engine where you can like emulate how the fighting felt like to me i was like i always tell my girlfriend of my roommate when i'm playing like to me everything that's happening feels just like how it was in my head when i was playing final fantasy like that's how epic rad. it that's like how so cool. like, yeah like how epic it is right now like when i'm fighting something in my head that's like how it was like with all the music and like being in the areas with all the everything like that's just how it was like me looking back yeah. at it
0: i feel that though that's really cool that, that's what that's you know Best case scenario, those are the kinds of emotions that a remaster should bring to the table. I, mo- I definitely think so. It's, it, can, it can, done right, it can be a way to introduce a beloved game to a new generation where at the same time bringing beloved memories of diehard fans flooding back, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting the, the concept of having a remake sort of be its own thing. Inter- you know, when you compare it to the original. Like, for example, another game that was remade within the past few years is Pokemon Red and Blue. The original Pokemon Red and Blue, or Red mm-hmm. and Green in Japan, yep. were remade as Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. And- oh,
1: okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was, That's- like, oh, trying to think about that for a second. But, yeah, you're <laughs> have right.
0: You, have you watched that game, or do you know much about that game? I know
1: a little bit about it. I didn't So, the, the
0: crux of what they did is basically they they... It's it's weird, because it's pretty much the same game, but there's so much that's twisted in how it plays and some elements of the story that it's very much its own thing. So it's hard to call it... A lot of times, especially in the Zelda community, when a remake or remaster comes out, the, the immediate thing to do is compare it to the original and think, Okay, which one is better? Does one replace the other? Mm-hmm. And... This is an example of I think where it doesn't. Maybe for me, it might replace the original just because there's certain elements of the battling that you know the the Canto games never had, like the uh, physical special split. You haven't been able to play through the Gen One Canto story with that physical special split um, at all yet, mm-hmm. because it was the original game came out and then they remade it in Fire Red and Leaf Green, but that was still generation three, so that stuff wasn't added yet. This one, what they basically did is in kind of like a marketing thing, they sort of added in elements of Pokemon Go. In that Yeah,
1: couldn't you like throw stuff or something?
0: Well that's the thing. Wild encounters are completely gone from the game. Wild oh, Pokemon whoa. battles are completely gone from the game that's weird so going through routes instead of walking through the grass and then you know there's a random encounter and then you fight a pokemon you're walking through the route and then the pokemon appears in the overworld and you can decide whether or not you want to interact with it oh wow
1: so that definitely changes up like that definitely that really that that would make it very different that would feel very different
0: but it is a very it's it's bizarre because you're still walking through the exact same routes and like you're saying they do such a good job of of organizing it and laying out the towns and the routes in such a way that it exactly matches the original just in vivid beautiful HD so sort of to that capacity that you were saying it this is what it felt like going through these routes when i was a kid yeah but you're experiencing the game completely differently and yeah. when you if you okay. choose to interact with a Pokemon, instead of you sending out your Pokemon and then you battle it and you you can either defeat it or you wither its health down low enough to the point where you can try and throw a ball and catch it. Instead of that, if you walk into the Pokemon, it basically initiates a Pokemon Go Oh, encounter.
1: catching system and you just don't yes. actually fight, you just catch. Exactly. Oh, that's you very just interesting. You just catch. It. See that now to me, like that I feel like is a risky thing to do in a new sense because I feel like any old fans are going to feel like bored almost I'm not sure how that actually felt but I feel like the fighting aspect so did you only fight in gyms like they were still fighting though yes
0: you still yeah you still fought trainers Yeah, you still like all the trainer battles were still there and you still fought gym leaders all that functioned exactly the same Um, the only thing is that you know obviously to level up you do that from battling but in this game you can't do that by battling wild Pokemon, but if you do, one thing: experience share is always on permanently. So all Pokemon oh are experience leveling up to matter well Okay,
1: on. so that makes it a little bit easier.
0: And at the same time, you can you still get experience from catching Pokemon instead okay. of as opposed to having to like defeat them in battle in the wild. If you catch a wild Pokemon, your whole team gets experience.
1: Oh, I see. Interesting. So, okay. So so you just have to keep catching them.
0: Yeah. And it is it's it's very weird. I thought that I wasn't going to like it as much just because I'm not a huge fan of I'm not a huge fan of those specific capture mechanics, mm-hmm. especially because um, it was okay when you're doing it in handheld mode on the Switch. Because yep. it uses the switch's gyro or the whatever, the motion in the Joy Cons or whatever. And it's basically like you move the screen to point at the Pokemon, just like you would in Pokemon Go if you had like the VR feature on.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. And
0: then once you're aiming at it, you gotta you gotta time it right and you press A to make sure you throw it and you get it's basically aiming and timing, right? Yep. But when you're playing it in um, docked mode, in TV mode, it uses motion controls, and the motion controls fucking suck. Oh, really? They're so uh. bad. Jeez i I had such a bad time trying to capture Pokemon with just because you it it has you pretend like you're throwing a ball with your Joy-Con, but it's so wonky sometimes, especially because at you know early on the Pokemon basically don't move, but a lot of times what the way that they make it. Not super easy is that Pokemon tend to have like lower capture rates or higher yeah. capture, lower capture. Yeah, lower, ca-
1: like lower they, they capture, like they break rates. out easier.
0: Yes, yeah. Um Especially, and as, you know, you advance in the game, some of the more tough Pokemon... They don't just do that but they can do things like try and knock your balls away. they can try and jump out of the way. they can move all around the screen and shit and they can all also flee. They can all run if you take too long, which fucking sucks.
1: Oh that's so annoying. so yeah, yeah. so even even with that like the motion control is just like it's like such a random variable that you have to overcome yeah. and it's like not a fun variable to overcome it but, sounds like And
0: it's okay in the beginning of the game because it's just threat it's straightforward. <laughs> throwing a ball straight but when they jump to the side the side throwing mechanics are so bad really it's just it's yeah it's just weird it's just weird but that being said i appreciated the fact that instead of i didn't mind having wild encounters gone because that's something that i you know one could make the argument that sometimes that hinders older pokemon games where like you're trying to go through a route and you're just you're just trying to get to the next trainer battle. You're just trying to get to the next town, next location, and Pokemon keep popping up, and you have to, you know, it it eliminates grinding, which I very much appreciate. Um, it kind of streamlines the whole experience, and I know some people definitely do like grinding, so I could also see why this would be a detriment in the remake. But for me personally, I don't, you know. I don't have any attachment to grinding, so the fact that instead of, instead of having to worry about battling enough wild Pokemon that I was leveled up enough to where I could progress in the game, I could just be like, alright, well, let me just catch a bunch of Pokemon, and then my Pokemon will be leveled up already, and that I appreciate it
1: well th- yeah that's good i can see that being nicer for people especially if you like haven't grown up with that type of game and so like it just yeah. like eh, i do agree and, you know a lot of people too some people don't have like the time or the like the the luxury to like grind x amount of hours into like yeah. the same little mini game essentially over and over and so it's nice like as long as they do it in a way that doesn't make it seem too easy and too like just thrown at you is really like usually what i'm like my biggest concern with most most things like that but it sounds like mm-hmm. they, they had a, they, they struck a pretty good balance between not it. making it like they made it hard enough but i think it sounds like probably if they just fixed the motion controls it might have been a little bit better
0: yeah yeah i just personally had a gripe with the uh with those controls, it bugged me a bit, and it's yeah. it's cool because like from a lore standpoint too, it differentiates itself from the base game. Like you're not red anymore. It's we- oh, They okay. do this weird thing with like the Pokemon timeline where red and blue are in the game as their as characters as their own characters. Like blue oh, is even really? the final gym leader instead of Giovanni.
1: Oh, that's really cool. Oh yeah. wow. Okay, and your that's actually your super rival, cool.
0: but it's cool because like. Your design and your rival's design are very reminiscent of old style red and blue, but they're just different enough where they can put red and blue in the game and still have them be their original characters. Like you, um, your rival's name is Trace and it's kind of, he kind of a little bit falls along the stereotype in newer Pokemon games of being the friendly rival.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: I think they. I think he has a little bit more depth than that. He's not just completely buddy buddy, mm-hmm. but it's interesting because you look at him and you're kind of like, oh, this reminds me of that douchebag Blue. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like he's yep, like, yep, 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 hey man, let's go challenge the gym. You know.
1: But so now I guess uh, go, going a little bit more onto the overall topic again, um, out of everything recently, like I guess like what has been your your favorite, or I guess like are there any. Uh, like title like any remasters you want to pick up and play or do you think you have been playing that you really really liked or like i guess like add it like you know because of this topic like anything you're thinking of right now that that you've been very excited to play or have been playing
0: yeah so um of course obviously when link's awakening for switch came out um i was really big into that and that was a scenario where some people may have been saying like oh is it worth it because it's really you know the same game I know you and I talked about it in... Um, well, we were talking with Goo about it a little bit in our most recent episode. Yeah. Because we were talking about the art style of that game, and they ju- I just feel like they changed so much in such a good way that for me, honestly, and this definitely is not the case for all Zelda fans, or I don't even know if it's the case for most Zelda fans, but I don't see myself going back to the old Link's Awakening.
2: Now aside, that this
0: one's out. Now that this one's out. Aside for maybe for if I'm feeling nostalgic and I see the cartridge and I'm like, yeah, screw it. Let's do it. Or like if for some reason I decide I want to speed run the game and I want to do the old version instead of the new version for different tricks or whatever.
1: Yep. So like, um, you know, like it pretty much in a sense, like if somebody was like, I want to play Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, you'd be like, all right, play this one yeah, right absolutely. here. 100%. Yeah, I see it what just, you're saying.
0: It just did so much it kept what was great about the original and just fleshed it out because I think that's a prime example of a game that was really just itching for a remake because mm. there were so many quality of life improvements that were made in the new game. Like, for example... Um, You've played Zelda games, so you know that in some of the older ones, the way that items work is that all of your items are in one inventory, basically, and you have, like, one or two slots, and you have to assign yep, and, an item to the and, slot. Yep, and
1: keep switching them back and forth. Exactly. Like, and keep switching
0: them back and forth. And this was infamously bad in Link's Awakening because it was a Game Boy game, so all you had was B and Yep. One of them had to be your sword, otherwise you were basically weaponless. And the other one, even it it even had stuff there are there are elements in that game where you are required to use an item just to traverse. Like for example, you get the power ring or the power grip or whatever. The power bracelet, yeah, yeah. The power bracelet. Like that. And that's just used to lift rocks and to lift pots and stuff that were in your way before. And it's it's infamously known for if you, in the old game, it would prompt a text box. If you walk into something that you can't pick up because you don't have the power bracelet equipped, it would say like, oof, this looks heavy. I can't pick yes. this up right now. <laughs> and yeah, it would do like... that in newer games. I could see that happening, but usually it would happen the first time you walk up to it, and then it would never happen again. But in *Links Awakening*, the original, it happened every time you walked into one of those fucking pots, even after you had the bracelet. If you didn't have it equipped, and you You're walked just... up to those pots, it would still happen.
1: All of a sudden, it was a heavy ass Thor's hammer
0: that you could not yeah. lift up. So that that definitely, you know, hinders gameplay because it it genuinely slows down. It, it it makes you halt in your tracks, pause the game, you know, find the item in your inventory put it to this slot, unpause the game, it. use yep. it for its purpose, and then switch back to whatever you were using. And yeah. in Link's Awakening for the Switch, what they did is they basically mapped certain things like that. Lifting stuff, after you get the power bracelet, just becomes a regular ability that you have. You can just walk up to something and press A. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that's, an item that you have to equip anymore. That's very
1: convenient. Because yeah. I feel like another thing would be like, um, like, is, like, Link's Awakening had the Rock's Feather, right?
0: yes jet jumping that's another one too i think
1: yep mm-hmm. like that even that it sounds like you know i remember that in the old game having that equipped instead of having like your shield equipped or something yep. and like i'd see it enemy, and i'd just jump at it by accident i'd be like oh my god no exactly yeah. why would i do that and, and like it just, yeah
0: that's it play yeah that's that's one thing it just makes quality of life improvements that are fantastic and it it keeps so much about like obviously it's the same game it's the same dungeons it's the same puzzles and stuff but they reimagine the aesthetic of it and that that's another thing that you know was begging for it that game was begging for a facelift because it was originally came out on the game boy and to be fair it had that's a this is an interesting game um to talk about for this topic because it's basically had ports, remasters, and remakes. This one game, because the oh, original version yeah, came alone. out on the Game Boy, and then mm-hmm. it had a remaster that came out for the Game Boy Color, Link's Awakening DX, which mm-hmm. added color to the game and added, like, it added a new dungeon and it added uh, the photographs and stuff that you could do that you could use with the Game Boy uh, printer or whatever oh that, interesting Okay, that, game, that I didn't know either Link's Awakening I think Link's Awakening DX was ported to like the 3DS or something or it's been available on eShops before stuff like that mm-hmm. and then it had the full-blown remake in Link's Awakening Switch so that's that's been through the rigmarole
1: yeah most definitely and it seems like it actually settled pretty well with on the switch and the switch I think yeah. definitely is a good title a good a good console to hold it definitely to hold did. it and they, hold its home for a while
0: it was cool because that was one of the only times that I've seen a remake of a game be marketed basically not as a remake like it it obviously was like they they called attention to the fact that it was a remake but they didn't emphasize it when marketing the game. And I think that's evident in the fact that it's literally just called Link's Awakening. It, well, it's called Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening.
2: Mm-hmm. But usually yeah, for
0: all remakes, like, take take Final Fantasy VII. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, yeah. like, it, it, they, they clearly are just trying to, they clearly are trying to, you know, recreate certain things from the old yes. one.
0: Whereas, yeah, whereas this, it's like, it's kind of cool because it's almost like they're just, they're they almost marketed it as a brand new game and it does feel and play like a brand new game. It doesn't, it, it is, it's of course very reminiscent of the original because it has the same enemies, the same story, the same dungeon, same levels, all that stuff, but it just feels and looks and plays so different. Hmm. Yeah. And then another, what, what else did I try? I, t- I tried, um, uh, I think it was Trials of Mana, the remake. There's a oh, 3D yep. remake mm-hmm. of that game. Mm-hmm. I've wanted to get into the Mana series for a while, and I'm I'm probably going to play Secret of Mana first. But I just picked up the demo for the Trials of Mana remake on the Switch, and okay. I started playing that. And that's you know I never played the original, so I can't speak to its quality as a remake. Uh, but it it seemed pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, um, I've i never gotten into that series, but I heard it was a good, definitely kind of like a <laughs> slept-on fantasy series that You're a lot a super of people... You into
0: Chrono Trigger, right?
1: I was, yes. Chrono Trigger it, is a very, very, very good game.
0: For some reason, in my mind, those two games kind of go hand-in-hand.
1: Hand. I could I could see that. It's a similar, definitely similar kind of styling. I know the main characters look pretty similar, because yeah, it's Randy, right? Randy and Chrono, yeah. yeah. But Chrono Trigger is definitely a game. are both Toriyama, right? Or uh, wait, I, is,
0: is Mana Toriyama?
1: I don't know if man is Toriyama actually. Oh, I don't. Let me check. Uh, yeah, take a
0: look. I know what Chrono Trigger is.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, it might be uh, a curator. Oh, actually, yeah. It is. Um, it is Toriyama. Uh right, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So that that only makes sense then. But yeah, I mean, definitely Chrono Trigger is uh really really good it's good style. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can like see like even just like looking at the picture is really you could tell that it's a it's just Toriyama's vibe. Yeah, you know it just what I mean? looks.
0: Like, I, yeah, he's got such a good. It's good such a art, good art, style. art style,
1: such a good art style. He really, he really got his own niche there. Yeah,
0: yep. And then uh, uh, what else? What else was on the horizon that I was looking forward to? Uh, it, you know, nothing's been officially announced yet, but it's it's only inevitable that at some point they're going to remake Pokemon Diamond and Pearl because that's uh, a series yep. where it's, the they'll one. do they'll do a new one, and then every so often they'll. Do a remake or a remaster. Um, that's got to be on the horizon soon. I've heard rumors that it's, you know, they're, they're just unconfirmed rumors and it's not one of those ones where it's like this person's a super well-known source who's got connections yeah. or something. It's just mm-hmm. like rumors of people saying like, oh, it's going to be announced and come out this holiday or sometime next year or something like that. What have you been looking forward to?
1: Uh, so uh two big remakes came out in my life really recently uh, definitely Final Fantasy 7 which has been fantastic i haven't finished yeah. it haven't finished it yet um it's so funny uh, it's so it's very 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 good game i really i'm really enjoying it so far there there is a, there was a re- they did a certain part so like it literally made me laugh so much cuz of was like how princess, i princess
0: princess cloud
1: Yes, that part. <laughs> yeah. or not not even, so. Not even that. So right right before that, when you're in the Honey Inn, which is like this like swanky, clearly just like a brothel place, yeah. um, yep. in the game, uh, you have to impress like the lead owner of that game. Spoiler alert! By the way, I'm going to say really quick uh, before I say anything more. Like quick spoiler to this game. If you don't want to listen, uh, skip like five minutes ahead. Um, you're spoiling anyways. a
0: twenty-something year old game
1: one but, well, because they, they do what they do, do in do this they is so soup a little bit like okay. so <laughs> so when you're trying to impress the guy he like all of a sudden like he like wants cloud to dance to, like, impress him, and so he literally mm-hmm. goes into, like, full K-pop dance mode, and you have to do this, like, weird rhythm game with, like, oh the god. all the different buttons, like, flying at you, like, it's this literal full-on K-pop music video where you're just, like, a kawaii girl pretty much dancing by <laughs> yourself, like, and then ends up, you end up dancing with the dude, like, it's just crazy with all this lights and, like, it's so funny, dude, oh my god, yeah. I laughed so hard doing it, I was, like, I was so surprised, but they did the squats perfectly, they did all this stuff, uh, really Really well, like obviously Tifa is perfect. The new waifu, uh, yeah. The old,
0: the old. I've, I've waifu. been, I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of waifu wars come up mm-hmm. in that game. Someone, knew, yeah. who is it? Like someone knew that I haven't.
1: So I, before so, I
0: knew of Tifa and I knew of Aerith, right?
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's someone else. Is it like Jess or something?
1: It's it's Jesse. And so what's so funny that you say that is so Jesse's always been there as a character, but every, like I even for the longest time, like until probably recently with this thought Jesse was a guy, like, I don't know if everybody thought that, but like in the old PlayStation one thing, um, yeah. Where the characters looked like little blocks. Yeah, exactly. Like you really can't tell that, like, I don't like here, hold on, like, look at this picture i'm sending you really quickly over discord like it's just a little comparison between hd jesse and obviously when you look at it now you're like oh that makes sense but just looking at the playstation Mm one picture you can't really tell Uh, you just don't really know so like the entire like i just never even realized that Uh, it was a girl like i thought it was a guy the entire time and then jesse's just this like cool person now in the game which is pretty funny um but yeah, the only so the only thing I really I'm like a little bummed about is the fact that I'm, it's going to take like 15 years for me to actually enjoy this because yeah. they're, they're, they're they because they're doing it they,
0: multi
2: release they're doing they're
1: doing so, it disc by disc which is a little a little annoying sucks. my yeah my favorite parts of Final Fantasy unfortunately are deeper in like all my favorite characters actually aren't in this game yet which is crazy yeah um, so
0: that's something that I wanted to ask you before you move on and talk about any other games that you've been mm-hmm. looking forward to or something that's something that I wanted to ask you about is that I've heard. This game effectively, get you know, this game, it it adds enough stuff, it adds enough new content and changes up enough things where it basically does play, for the most part, like a full game. But in terms of the original Final Fantasy VII, it only encompasses the first couple hours, right?
1: Correct, yeah. So it yeah. really only goes up to pretty much the first disc. So the old yeah. games came it, in different you're, discs. It's all
0: in... It's all in um,
1: Midgar. Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's all the main... Which is really crazy because, like, the main concept of that game is that there's this war between Shinra and this other, like, warring country called Wutai. And you end up going to Wutai, going to these other areas, and you really don't even know, like, the main actual villain of this game yet, which is really crazy. Like, not even for the entire first disc. Like, this game, really, the villain they have, that's something that I guess I have a gripe about because clearly they made this game for fans knowing, like, most people know the story of like what you're watching. Yeah. And so yep. what kind of stinks is that they they almost make the villains, like the all these Shinra villains, like they look bigger than what they actually are. Like you know that they're not actually important. Okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you like it, it there's I, not as much looming threat if that makes sense. Yeah, it I feels like it if you didn't play it, but like to me I'm like I get a little like like alright, whatever. Like come I on I can't hurry think up. of
0: a situation I can't think of a sit like an, an example that i'm familiar with but i totally know i feel like i totally know what you're talking about because like it might be something where someone doesn't play a big role because you know they're not gonna drastically change the huge story of final fantasy 7 because they're just gonna do it exactly in longer term so someone who might it, like, not play a huge role in the story in the beginning they might just kind of like bump up their importance in exactly
1: like you can tell that they're kind of like stretching out like the plastic okay. wrapper a little bit um because like and not even that like some of the things like
0: it's like I the think, hobbit movies kind of,
1: yeah it, honestly <laughs> that's a good way to look at it because like so something that i'm a little bummed at is like, realistically if you cut away a lot of the stuff there isn't that much like especially when you're doing like the main quests like it literally like it, during a lot of the parts of it, it literally is almost like forced cutscenes of like, Cloud, let's go over here. Ah. And then you go over there. And then there's like a little cutscene that's like a forced talking thing. And then you get up back to your character and do a couple fights, and then there's another forced little like like you can tell it's almost like it's it's like a pause through movie sometimes. That's um, kinda, yeah. Which so and I guess like it's my padded. other old Yes, it's padded. My only other Gripe with it overall is because of that. I thought they were going to have more because the game really does still feel like and look this the model engines are is exactly I think it's the exact same engine as Final Fantasy XV. It doesn't feel like they change uh, much in terms of how how the NPCs react to you and them moving around when you're moving around in the background of them talking. It feels almost par for par with Final Fantasy XV, which came out like four years ago. Yeah. Um, so like I thought at first when I first started I'm sure getting they've into done it, like
0: minor tweaks and stuff. Oh yeah, but like definitely it, good improvement
1: for like to the battle engine because that's definitely yeah. a lot different but like it i it, at first because it's like the modeling looked so similar to 15 it seemed i was like oh wait they probably added a lot more story but i feel like like unless the new unless the second parts come out quickly like if i have to wait another five years for the next disc it's gonna kind of suck but Ugh. also like i don't really know how long a game should be you know how yeah. how quickly can they pump out a game without it being bad that's you know like a,
0: well that that's such an interesting <clears throat> question because this is it's like it, you know you 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 have a general time frame of how long a new game might take to make based on like what their what the gaps have been in between in the past but it's like okay but this is a remake but it's a new game so are they going to have this out next year or in 5 years, you know?
1: Exactly. And you know and there's three discs to Final Fantasy 7. So you know like and, is there like are there really going to yeah. be three games that I have to play well, and at, buy? So like now this is at $180. Pay, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And then at that point, say it does take, say it's like 4 years until the next disc. Is anyone going to care that much at that point? exactly Exactly. because like how many people are still gonna be on the ride to be like oh man can't wait for final fantasy uh, 7 remake disc 3 coming out in 2028 (laughs)
1: like i sound like a dude freaking out about a floppy disc like i have 50 of them in my basement or something (laughs) like like it's it's it feels too segmented like that's something that like kind of irks at me like this feels like that part of it feels almost too cash grabby like Which, which is, which is unfortunate to me. You know, like I'm not going to lie, but they still, they still put so much into it, and they put so much so many good parts that I, like, I, like, freaked out playing, like, still so far, and I haven't even beat it yet, like, it's still very enjoyable, and I think once I fully beat it, I might have a different opinion on it. I might be, like, you Uh know, as a whole, I might say it's the best decision they ever made, because there's so much content to do, but now that I have to wait for said content, you know, right now, not as happy with it.
0: Everyone that I have talked to who has played this game has loved it, and has been, like, a big fan of what they've done, but I'm still definitely curious to, like we said, let's see how it plays out in the future. Let's see let's well, see how hyped everyone is for part two, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely. Let's see and how so the, the sales uh,
0: do, stuff like that.
1: And so the other um big thing that uh big game that came out for me is my favorite game ever now still, Persona five had a new remake, Persona Five Royal, which is I guess not a remake, it's more of a I so I guess this is like it's like an it's it's like a point five. It's like I guess it's an extension or a remaster, I suppose, because they added new content. Yeah. They added new characters, but I really I love it's like everything. A deluxe they- edition, exactly. Yeah, I like a yeah, deluxe so that, edition. That's
0: kind of like a remaster.
1: Yeah, and so like, but so like, what I love, like, what they do, like a perfect homage to. I don't, I don't know how they did this, dude, but like, when you play the game, they they do it just differently enough and add things while making it feel exactly the same. Like, so like, literally, it feels like I'm. I'm secretly in on an inside joke while I'm playing it as I'm seeing all these new scenes. But if somebody knew was playing it, that it would just feel totally seamless and normal and feel like the game and getting the same original reactions that I got playing Persona 5. But like in the very beginning, they like, they, and they, they like seamlessly introduce the new characters that like I remember, yeah. I think I was telling you, I was a little afraid of how they were going to show the new content because the uh-huh. game is technically a flashback, like your character's recalling what yeah. happened while he's being interrogated. And so I was trying to figure out how they were going to seamlessly mesh the new character without like people that have already played it being like oh this just doesn't feel good anymore because it's not how it went when i first played it but the the new character comes in so well and they even like changed up the relationship between some of the other characters and you see them more often in the background of things so like before they're actually in your group you might see like the last character you pick up you'll see her in school more often now and she'll actually yeah. kind of feel like you've seen her the entire time instead of like all of a sudden she's now important to the story and like joins your team like that's she actually cool. you, like you know, it's it's nice they did they did so many things that really feels really good to the game and i've like that's oh yeah. it's so nice it's is so it, nice dude. is it
0: kind of like um kind of like uh yeah this is a weird oh i guess this is a weird example but this is the only one that's popping into my head <laughs> did you see lion king one and a half yes actually is yeah it like, actually that's a, is it that's like a really, <laughs> yes
1: that's like such a good way to look at it it's like, like one of those
0: like, things where like you know the situation it, it even plays out a lot of the scenes the same way but it's like they put additional things in the background so maybe you see it from a slightly different perspective yeah. a, but it's still the a, same yep
1: Yep, exactly and so you know yeah. like you you already enjoying the movie you get to watch it as a new experience but like the same and but then it's like brand new stuff. it's yeah. yeah exactly yeah and so like and the other cool thing is that or
0: or, should... or it's like a, sorry it's like oh, it's, okay. it's just like watching an extended edition of a movie that you've only seen the theatrical version or something yeah exactly yeah. there's
1: just a bunch of new all of a sudden stuff that like yeah, it's, all, it, it's it feels there like,
0: and it still totally fits in but like you just didn't notice yeah, it and
1: now, ex- exactly and now you're like happy that it's there for you there's yeah. just you get to enjoy that ride again because like and what's good too is that you know persona 5 is a really long game you know like, I put 118 hours or something into my first playthrough. So, you know, yeah. like, a lot of people, like, I'm they, they changed the dungeons just enough as well that it feels... Everything feels good still, but there's these extra rooms and extra puzzles that you have to do because you have new effects. Like, you have, like, a grappling hook with Joker now, so there was, like, whole new ways to tra- traverse the, the, the dungeons that you were doing. And they even made the... change the bosses up very slightly to make them a little bit more challenging and more tricky, and it was so fun because, like, it felt the yeah. same. And then all of a sudden, there was, like, a key moment where... The fight changes and they like they do it they like they put it in your face just enough that they're almost like i know you played the old version of this boss this is That's the cool new version of the boss and so it's like really cool so you don't expect it until it's actually on top of you yeah and it's like they do they like literally made a 10 out of 10 game at 11 like i'm like it's wow i'm, like, blo- I'm blown away with how good it is dude like I'll, i like it's funny not even in a bad way i'll never probably ever play persona 5 again i will only yeah. play royal because I, that they, makes sense it's it like which is exactly what you want a remaster to be like like exactly what you said with with Zelda well, like I I don't think I'll like with this one I don't think I'll ever play Persona Five though because this they just improved it like perfectly it was like the perfect update essentially to the see, game that's
0: that's tends to be how I feel a lot of time with extenuating circumstances a lot of times I feel like a well done remake basically just replaces the original but yeah. I, I'm not sure I would agree that that's necessarily the best thing because then it kind of invalidates the older game you know it i like i don't know i guess
1: i guess i still look at this as almost just like the ex- it's almost like if you're a true lord of the rings fan you watch the extended version of the movie sure. and you're kind of almost like I, you, yeah but i you, mean that's kind of
0: that's a little different though i it's guess like yeah. that stuff that they that stuff that they still that basically still is the original movie it's just what they released had stuff cut from it you know? Yeah, that's okay. I, I guess, guess I fair. know what you're saying because once you see the extended edition, yeah. you're not going to go and seek out the
1: yeah. Like listen, once you've had pepperoni pizza, it's not that cheese pizza is bad, but there was already pepperoni pizza in front of you, and you want pepperoni pizza. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like just it's, can't resist you know, the pepperoni yeah like if somebody if like if you they just gave you a, a pepperoni pizza and then they were like oh sorry this is not yours and they gave you cheese pizza you'd be a little disappointed yeah you, yeah you know like you, pretty it, it's pretty true it's still pizza and you're not like mad that you're not getting pizza you're like you're getting yeah. pizza in front of you I, but it's I'd not probably just pepper- be like actually
0: you know can i just can you give me pepperoni on that instead actually it,
1: it, ex- exactly and so you know personify pepperoni i mean personify royal <laughs> very good game <laughs> persona
0: pepperoni edition <laughs> it's very 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 good game super good game persona 5 plus pepperoni yeah, plus pepperoni. So how do you but, let me let me hit you with a question? A because we're talking about remaster... specifically this instance. You're t- you're basically talking about a remaster or a deluxe edition. And yes, something that has been happening a lot lately uh, over the past couple years, particularly with the Switch, is that a lot of Wii U games are being remastered or ported to the Switch, and it's uh, it, this is such a strange situation for me because i i think the general public is very very approving of it because the games themselves are really good games already and then they're being released on the switch which is a much more superior console it's a much more superior console it's much more accessible way more people have it as opposed to the wii u which sold like fucking shit we don't talk
1: about the wii u the wii u is a funny joke that nintendo fans are like They, like, won't admit existed.
0: LOL, remember the Wii U? Dude, the Wii U. No, but, like, I, you know, (laughs) I'm a diehard Nintendo fan, so I bought the Wii U right away, and I got a bunch of Wii U games, and, like, the games that are on the Wii U, like, it, it, it lacked a lot, but the games that are on there, there's some really good gems on there, and I... I'm a. It's weird because I feel salty that now they're coming out for the Switch and they're being remastered. And but you have for, to like
1: buy them all over again.
0: Well, that's the thing is that I haven't really been buying them because I've looked at the remasters and to me, I I look at it and I'm thinking like, eh, okay, well, I still have it for the Wii U and like I'm not sure the additions are worth it. And then yeah. everyone who didn't buy it on the Wii U because they didn't buy a Wii U <laughs> buys it for the Switch, and everyone's fucking loving it on the Switch. And I'm just like, then
2: you, yeah, you but you feel like
0: you're not I invited a to the. You,
1: you feel like you're not invited to the party, or like exactly. you're like that kid that you're that kid that was like, oh, dude, this is so cool, and everyone's like, dude, that's so stupid. And then an and, and like then they all later, love it. yeah. And then a year later, like,
0: dude, this is so cool, exactly. and you're like, oh, fuck. But yeah. I guess but, that raises so from a from a standpoint of of i don't do you think that's the right thing to do on nintendo's part because it's like the games already came out and they literally in the grand scheme of things they they just came out yeah so i was just just i was just about to say five years ago
1: it like it almost just feels like they were like wow we really messed up on these so we just kind of want to try again with these like on, on switch
0: that's why like I, I don't think it takes a, a clairvoyant right. to see that that's exactly what they're doing. Is that yeah, they, fair they felt when I think it's totally true, but they felt that, Hey, we made a really good game and it's stuck on a console that's selling like shit. So why don't we revamp it a little bit and then sell it on a console that's selling like fucking hotcakes so that people will actually appreciate the game and buy the shit out of it. And then it always works, but it's like, is that? morally wrong
1: i uh, so i mean i so like i'm not as much of a fan of it because i feel like that takes away from like creating new content for it i uh, see honestly i think it it all depends like i think what stinks is that like i think a lot of the situations they should be probably selling them at cheaper prices per unit but they probably don't i'm assuming that you know they still yeah, slap no, like don't. that brand new game sticker on it and i think that's pretty yeah. greedy to be honest like i think i think especially something that when you really think about it now like the the Considering games are now almost all online, anyways, like I feel like I think $60 is just so much for a game. Like, it's a lot. That, like, a lot of that before was like, I don't even know, it was like going to the game store to get the disc and getting a disc, like that physical thing I'm buying. Like, now I'm just buying coding, and I feel like that coding, like the same coding, is being copied and generated and sold everywhere. So, you know, like, you don't have to price it at $60 to get money off of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Like, and there's so many games out nowadays, and, like, sometimes, too, like, games aren't, don't even feel like they give you enough value for $60. Like, I feel like, I feel like, I think 40 is, like, the probably the perfect price point.
0: Yeah, I, it depends. It definitely depends on the game, but, like, I, I, I definitely see what you're saying. And that's, like, for someone like me, maybe if, you know, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe came out for 40, 40 bucks, I probably would have bought it. But it, it's... Right now, freaking Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is the best-selling Switch game. Did you know really? that? By no. a long shot. It sold like 19 million copies or something. Or 20-something oh million copies. It's, it's, it's ginormous. It's crazy.
1: That's insane. Literally just because. The best-selling game
0: on the Switch is a remaster from the console that came out right before the Switch.
1: And just nobody knew about it.
0: and that's I knew about it. I played it, and I fucking loved Mario Kart Eight.
1: And nobody played with you. Exactly. And you just, all the records are by yourself. And everyone you have was all like,
0: "Oh, is that good?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking awesome." And then now everyone's playing Mario Kart Eight Deluxe.
1: And they're just like, "Oh, dude, you ever try this game? It's so sweet."
0: To be fair, <laughs> that seems like it's one where they 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 basically included all of the DLC, but they also changed a couple things functionally like they made it well, so that you good. could carry they made it so that the items kind of function like double dash where you can carry two and like switch oh, between or something
1: oh that's pretty cool nice nice still it's just not fair to you you were there first <laughs> and nobody was there to, to exactly to see it it's Nintendo not fair.
0: should consult me before doing things like this it,
1: or at least at least pay a fee you know like yeah. it's not even fair come to on. you at this point exactly like, provide me a free copy here. or something yeah exactly or supporting them in come their on. downtime come on nintendo trying to think of any other remakes or things that i've like i guess or actually i mean i know something i'm pretty hyped for actually is that they uh are remaking tony hawk pro skater yeah, so they're doing a one and two pro skater remake I'm pretty it's all, coming out on tony hawk's birthday which is super hype too
0: that's pretty cool i saw that and i was like it, th- that's being done by the same studio that did the insane trilogy right
1: uh yeah actually
0: yeah so i i saw that and my immediate reaction was like That's sick. That'll be really cool. But then I was talking with some people in Discord, and they were like, "Hopefully this doesn't suck." And I was like, "Why would it suck?"
1: They seemed to look. It looked like they they're they're doing a pretty good homage to the game. Like I really like the trailer because they they did that cool thing of it showing the old game and then just flashing to the new one, and you're like,
0: "Whoa!" Well, but that's what I my mindset was just like, "Why would it suck?" Because it's taking a great game and then basically just giving it a facelift. And it is one that definitely could really use it. But then apparently I was told that they, first of all, I think they already did do some, another studio already did like uh, an HD remake of some levels or something of Tony Hawk's pro skater. And Mm -hmm. also just that some of the newer games in that series have kind of played like shit
1: yeah so something i was gonna say so i think probably the biggest deciding factor is gonna be how they make the skateboarding interface in that game because something that like skateboarding games all of a sudden got super weird to play like it almost felt like you were skateboarding like only certain people like to do the things that you like playing like skate or like newer games where you use like the joysticks in like weird ways like that to me i was like it that's kind of gross to me like "Um, i'm yeah i'm all set and so you know like i think that's something where if they do old school tony hawk style like where it's just like you know like holding circle and turning or like doing circle square square in the air you'll do like yeah. a certain certain gold move like kickflip with twisty or something like that was like that was definitely like it was just easy enough and like yeah basic enough satisfying. that it was fun it was satisfying overcome. yeah exactly and you know i think people that's sometimes what stinks about newer like A game like that like that's why a game that's why that was the old games were so fun is because it was a simple console with a simple game like the simple concept if you make it too complicated it just gets muddled and like it just isn't it just isn't as good yeah
0: do you you have any uh any are there any remakes or remasters that have come out over the years that you think are bad that you think just totally did the original game dirty or are just like garbage compared to the first one um
1: I'm trying to think that, like, I've really failed overall.
2: I That's kind of...
0: I, yeah, I, I can't, can't really, really personally think of one either specifically, but I one that I have definitely heard some people say this game does not... Super Mario 64 for the DS.
1: I guess that one I could see... I could see that one just not... But, I I would say it just... it. So I feel like any game that they play the original game more still or prefer it over the remaster is considered a failure, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it might not be bad in a sense, but I feel like I would say that would be a failure because cool. I feel like anyone that plays Mario 64 is more than likely to play, play the, original. the original version of version, Of course. Yeah, Unless you know, the it's rumors like it, are
0: true and it comes out for the Switch, that'd be fucking be, nuts.
1: That would be nuts. I think a lot of people would lose their mind to that. Yeah. I wonder how... I wonder what they would do if they would keep all the things. They would have to, right? They'd have to keep all the tricks that people have yeah. discovered. Um, oh, they'd yeah. have to. Maybe not all uh, of them. Who knows? Know.
0: No, that do, you know what? That doesn't seem like a very Nintendo. I don't know actually, because in Ocarina of Time 3D, there are specific little glitches and stuff that you could do that they they keep in the game. Not even glitches, but just like little Easter eggs, like being able to hook shot onto the the Sand Goddess's nipple. <laughs> they, wait what they, yeah in the in the original in the spirit temple you know the giant like sand goddess yeah yeah. yeah. There's like a teeny tiny like section of like her nipple where if you hook shot to it it, it acts as like a hook shot point so you can hook shot yeah. to it pull yourself that's to so it, funny they oh my god in the in the remake
1: that's amazing i did not actually know that yeah, that's the, super funny
0: stuff like that's cool but but Super Mario 64 DS, that's a game that, you know, I played Super Mario 64 when I was a kid, and I fucking loved it, and I bought, well, I didn't buy it, but my parents got it for me when it came out for the DS, and I played the shit out of it. They added 30 new stars. Did you play the remake?
1: No, I never played the remake.
0: So it's bizarrely different. You start the game as Yoshi. What? Yeah, you play you play you can play the game as Yoshi, Mario, Luigi and Wario. They all have their own Whoa. different power-ups. You start the game as Yoshi and you have to unlock the other characters one by one. They add totally brand new boss battles and areas. They add totally brand new worlds to the and they add a shit ton of brand new stars to the point where it's 150 stars instead of 120. Oh and wow! That's they, they that's had a shit ton of like, just totally random like DS era mini games as part of the game. Huh. Yeah.
1: See that sounds. See now that sounds like. See now a total Nintendo move would be to release that version onto the Switch oh. <laughs> and not the original, <laughs> and that would be that'd be a riot. That'd be really funny.
0: So, but that's that's such a weird scenario because I feel like that game went above and ab- above and beyond to provide. A lot of new content to the point where they're convincing you that it's worth it, especially because that you know that was a DS game, so that was thirty nine ninety nine when it came out, mm-hmm. most likely.
1: And, yeah, that's a, like that. That just feels better
2: but, yeah, overall.
0: At the same time, I can totally see why people would think it fails because you are taking a game that's played on a home console with a joystick controller and putting it on two small screens and you have to play it with a d-pad
1: yeah that's true the controls definitely will feel yeah. like off in, in certain ways with that yeah so like that. definitely it'd be harder to get like little angles and diagonal feel yeah to exactly. a lot of stuff
0: well it's just you don't have the free you don't have the freedom of range of motion and it's not like super mario 64 controls perfectly by any means but just being able to have that full range of motion that 360 degree you know
1: turn it makes it makes a difference it does but yeah i mean otherwise so i mean i guess you know again even with that being said i would still you know people don't really talk about that though whenever they talk about mario they talk about you know the original mario 64 every time so you know i feel like still you know even with all of that i feel like some yeah sometimes you know if the game's just too good sometimes it's just hard to remake it you know that's like the original game like that's like the first game men played you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like when man was born with fire, there was also just man a copy of Mario Six. C- the
0: N64 <laughs> was born. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like when fire was discovered, there was just an N64 right next to it, and like you know, electricity and like uh, you know, the a console to play it on. Yeah, the CRT
2: TV. <laughs> All
0: right, you got any? You got any other? Any yeah, I, to I, I, I would say I, Yeah,
1: I think uh, I think I'm pretty good on the remaster. The remaster disaster. I'm just kidding. Okay, uh, remaster, the remaster. remaster. Yeah, the remaster master, remakes, uh, masterpiece. And
0: ports, oh my!
1: Yeah, oh. this remaster piece here right now is pretty good.
0: Yeah, and that's you know this is like we like we said this is a trend that's very prevalent in movies and in video games right now. So you know, as the years go on, there's gonna be there's bound to be a shit ton of more remakes and remasters that are coming out. So I guess we'll just see where the trend goes. You know, do you? Yeah, we'll let's. How about to end it off? Let's talk about maybe. What do you think is going to happen with this trend five, ten years down the line? Um, I so I see. It, really, it
1: could go one of two ways. Uh, it could very easily. I think. I think. It's, I think. Realistically, it's going to get to a point where it's going to like. I think too many are going to come out. Like, I think when they finally do, like, if they do, like, a remaster of a remaster, you know, like, the Inception 3rd Depth, like, if they do yeah. it again to a game, I feel like we'll probably be, like, the final straw. Because unless, like, there's not going to be a jump in console experience that is so deep now that, like, the Switch isn't going to be able to hold up to, like, a future console, in my opinion, unless they change the input of how you play the game, like, yeah. well, like they, a full-dive VR or something like that. Like, that would be a remake. I, I i guess so you know I, I guess it may maybe it would come to that but i feel like that's almost like not even video games anymore that's like play that's like it's like that's like a new See, that's, that's like a new simulating. category it's like it, yeah it, that, exactly it's like different from board games or different, video games are different from board games and i feel like that's like the that's the video game equivalent to when board games first discovered video games you know what i'm saying like if we get farther than that like that's yeah. the the next dimension and so i feel like Ignoring that, if they remake another thing like that, I feel like people probably just won't buy. It. I think that might be like some big fails on companies. I think if they rely on it too much, I think people will uh-huh. actually buy them. You know what I'm saying? Like I think sure. they still have to people still have to create original content for people but to I want mean, to keep yeah wanting new things.
0: I don't know. I know I don't really know. I feel like some people could make an argument that we're already at that point. Like it yeah, is getting you know to, with with like the Nintendo's of the world Game Freak and, you know, Zelda games or anything like that. It's it's getting to the point where remakes are becoming an expected release and i feel like that's a weird thing to the point where the because do you like before studios were doing remakes on the regular like a game being remade was like damn
1: you're like oh my god this is so cool like
0: holy crap this game is coming out again i can buy it again yeah, exactly. Oh my god! But like it's coming to the point where like it's expected that it, even even the studios themselves are basically being like they're 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 putting it into their marketing cycles. It's like, all right, we're gonna do a new game and then a remake and then a new game then a remake. Blah blah blah. Yep. Yeah. Which yeah, is a they, good they, thing they... and a bad thing.
1: I, I think as long as long as I enjoy it, that's like the hard thing with everything that goes on. You know, <laughs> as, like, as long as long they as, make
0: it right for me, yeah.
1: As long, listen, man, you know I'm I'm in this life for me. Like as long as as long as I enjoy it, I'm like usually you know it's it's okay. But I like I see like I don't know like I I can't really figure out where I want to draw the line because like I really. I guess i don't i just don't want remakes to become that evil thing in my head it's pretty much what i'm getting Yeah. At. like i really because i like a lot of, like i like the remakes because i love those worlds that i'm in and i like to revisit those worlds again but yeah. like at yeah, the same time definitely. like i just don't want them to either be ruined and my childhood memory to be destroyed and i also want those same creators to like give me new stories to enjoy so, you know, like I I just almost wish they could just double themselves and have a whole new division just to only remakes in a different yeah. division to new stuff.
0: Well, I mean, that is the case sometimes a, a lot of time, like take take The Legend of Zelda, for example. They've been going to Grezzo for some specific remakes like Grezzo is the studio that remade Ocarina of Time for the 3DS. And then they also did Majora's Mask. And then they I think they also helped on, you know, some additional Zelda games. They had Tantalus or something do Twilight Princess HD. So it's not like, it's not the same teams that are working on new games that are the ones that are working on remakes. So that's, that's a thing in my mind where it's like, if it is hindering the production of new content, then I feel like that's a big no no. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I guess if I were to give my prediction for five to like 10 years down the line, what's going to happen? I feel like it's going to continue as is and certain series is like the Pokemons and the Zeldas, maybe some other ones are going to are, are basically going to have remakes be a standard expected thing. Mm-hmm. And they're going to incorporate it into their release schedule but at the same time i feel like there are going to be some of those remakes that come out that weren't done for the right reason or were blatantly not worth it or were blatantly cash like grabs rushed. to the point, yeah, like to the point where rushed. it's going to be it's going to be i think it's going to be one or the other i don't think the market's going to be oversaturated with remakes i think it's going to be there are going to be those specific series where you know they're going to come out with remakes other than that, mm-hmm. I think remakes might be more of a rare occurrence, if you know what I mean. So
1: I do know what you mean. And I think I think remakes, like, cause I mean, I feel like remakes will always be around, I think. But certain yeah. things, though, like, so I feel like I'm thinking about this, like, as I'm talking about it. I wonder if there's going to be a critical mass point where remakes, like, I feel like, you know, like. Where it's I think more remakes it, like, ten... than
0: original content.
1: No, where I'm saying they might run out of things. Cause like, I feel oh, like, that's you know, true. Like, like, so like, let's say like you, like, you know, let's re- let's fast forward 10 years into the future, all of the old school, you know, all of the kids' games that kids grew up on is, like, Horizon Zero Dawn and, like, yep. God of War 4. Like, how do you HD remaster those games? That's true. Because they're already so strong. It's you totally know what I'm true, saying? Like, yeah. So, like, like I wonder if there will be a critical mass point where, like, if you're making it, you're almost only targeting, like, a grandparent audience when we're grandparents, you know what I'm saying? And like, Yeah,
0: I, I think, you know, that's why I think... That's why I think one off big exciting remakes are not gonna be as prevalent because I feel like so I feel like certain series are going to work it into their cycle where they make a game they it's gonna take so long for them to make a new game that by the time they make a new game, they will have had a big enough gap where they can remake an older game so that oh, af- okay. so that after okay. that new game comes out, they can be like, all right. Let's remake that older game. And then after that, they'll make a new game. And then after that, enough time will have passed. But I do see what you're saying. Some of these, because remakes are the big trend right now, it's like people want, it's like, all right, you remade this one. Now remake this one. Put it out now because yeah. I want to play this mm-hmm. one remade.
2: Yeah. And it's like yeah.
0: you think of, just to bring it back to The Legend of Zelda like I always do, They <laughs> one of the, one of the first big ones for them in terms of remakes was Ocarina of Time 3D. And that came out in uh, 2012, I want to say, I think 2012, which was Agarim of Time came out in 98. So that means it was a 14 year difference. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, uh, 98. Yeah, 14 year.
0: So then Majora's Mask 3D came out in 2015, and Majora's Mask came out in I think 2000. So that's 15 years. Yeah, but then wind waker hd which granted was not a full-blown remake it was a remaster but that came out i think that came out in 2013 as well but mm-hmm. wind waker came out in 2002
2: so yeah, that's so only 10
0: years so we're now we're getting to a point where the gaps are becoming increasingly tighter smaller. And tighter then you yeah. have twilight princess hd which I think that was also like a 10-year gap. Maybe. No, it was because I think that either came out in 2016 or 2017. Twilight Princess came out in 2006. And now people are talking about, in the Zelda community at least, people are basically saying with assurance that like Skyward Sword HD is just a matter of when. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when it's going to come out. But Skyward mm-hmm. Sword came out in 2011. So it's it hasn't yeah, so even you know, been it, ten years. Yeah. Or yeah, 2010, so, twenty ten twenty twenty ten twenty eleven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, we're getting close.
0: Yeah, but that's the thing is like, what's an acceptable amount of time? You know.
1: Yeah. Before before it comes out, that makes I see what you're saying with that. I mean,
0: because that's ten I feel, like, ten certain, years, ten, I feel like, like you're saying at a certain point, if a game still holds up and doesn't need a remake, should it be remade? You know
1: yeah it should yeah and exactly like you know and that's probably like the line that we keep talking about like if it actually is like a cash grab or if it is there like some genuine desire yeah. to make the game better here for sure it is getting late well my friend it's been fun thank you uh everybody for listening to us tonight it's been a it's been a fun one to record i'm happy we're doing it again dude it Me too. Good.
0: i i missed feels it i was itching i was itching to record
1: yeah dude jess was just getting tired of me talking for an hour and a half straight, <laughs> so you know i, I had, to, like, had to had to oh jeez she was like, good God, I can't even get a word in it. This voice. again. What the fuck? Yeah. God. If you say if you say power player, player power podcast. We didn't one even more time,
0: say the name of the podcast.
1: We, we didn't at all. What is this, this podcast, is the, Ryan? This this is the Pepperoni Power. I'm just kidding.
2: Uh- <laughs> pepperoni Power Podcast. <laughs> this
1: is uh the Player Power Podcast. Uh this is episode seven. Seven. Right? Yes. Yeah, this is speaking of seven, you know Five seven? This is episode 7. seven. I like that. Yeah, we'll have to make a remake of this episode at some point with like <laughs> a, with h with HD titties and J-pop dancing. Yes, so that'll exactly. be that'll be that. Look forward to that, guys. Yeah, keep, um, keep an eye out for that. Yeah, but uh, we should be making a new episode. We'll make it. We'll try to release it pretty quickly next time. Um, you know, we'll have an update on the homework game and stuff for you guys as well. Yes, so we gotta. Look forward I gotta to pick, that.
0: gotta pick that back up. Gotta keep playing.
1: Yeah gotta keep playing gotta, gotta keep grinding um but anyways guys uh it's been fun um you know again my name is ryan it was great to talk to you guys mm-hmm. uh, you can follow me on twitter instagram uh twitch at ShadowhawkSSB. ssb um like i said before i've been playing a bunch of valorant i've been doing a bunch of uh, i have some project m videos in the works that i'm working on as well so that'll be fun to release Ooh. and do um because i have some like cool some cool combo ideas and cool combo videos that i'm like kind of like working on on the side so look forward oh, yeah. to that at some point it'll be super fun i can't wait oh, yeah and uh I'm, and who are you my friend i'm
0: cory richmond you can follow me on twitter at Corey richmond and at, on instagram at Corey richmond six i think i've been saying i think it's that for this whole podcast yeah, and i haven't bothered <laughs> to check
1: clearly he's very much on instagram he's he's what they call an insta thought He's obviously on, exactly. on there all the time that's me on there all the time yeah that's Corey right there
0: uh, anyways, this has been the player power podcast so thank you for tuning in um yeah yeah guys share it with your friends thank you so much Another oh you yeah, wait a minute and also give us a like give us a comment smash that subscribe button Yeah.
1: follow us on
0: whatever you're following us on yeah, yeah, yeah fo- follow it. us or give us a like or a heart or a comment or anything like that feel free anything. to reach out to either of us anything like that
1: yeah we you know we appreciate any any feedback it's cool to cool to kind of see anything come back to us in that way it's pretty neat so you know it, it feels it feels complete so
0: all right well have a good night everyone
1: take care